Blessings, and welcome to Arms Upheld, Support in Life's Hard Battles. I'm Lynn Pierce, and I'm here to hold up your arms with encouragement, something to think on, and a prayer to focus on the one who holds all things together while you continue to fight the battles in your life. In the midst of battle, life can feel overwhelming, challenging, or beyond. I don't know what God has called you to do, what battlefield you are walking through, but at times you may find yourself feeling this way. I want you to know that even though your battle likely looks different than mine, I'm here to support you. I want to stand with you until the breakthrough happens and you can see the victory materialize. My hope is that these few minutes we spend together will help you lighten your load, feel seen, connected, and loved, and fix your eyes on Jesus. Let's begin with God's Word. Tax collectors and other notorious sinners often came to listen to Jesus teach. This made the Pharisees and teachers of religious law complain that he was associating with such sinful people, even eating with them. So Jesus told them this story. If a man has a hundred sheep and one of them gets lost, what will he do? Won't he leave the ninety-nine others in the wilderness and go to search for the one that is lost until he finds it? And when he has found it, he will joyfully carry it home on his shoulders. Luke 15, 1-5 In Luke 15, Jesus tells the parables of lost things. First, the lost sheep. Next, the lost coin. And then, the lost son. For the sake of time, I'm not going to read the whole chapter. But feel free to pause this and go read it on your own to refresh your memory of these parables. In the first story, one of the shepherd's flock has wandered away. He leaves the 99 to go retrieve the one and joyfully bring it home. In the second telling, a woman loses a coin and scours the entire house in order to find it. Again, there is rejoicing at the lost being found. The final parable speaks of a wayward son who chooses to reject his family and upbringing to indulge in earthly pleasures. After he hits rock bottom, he realizes his need and returns home into the welcoming arms of his father. Rejoicing ensues in the form of a grand party. There are obvious similarities between the teachings of the lost being found and great celebrations. However, there are also some differences. For me, the biggest one is that the shepherd goes out and searches for the sheep until he finds it and brings it home. But the father allows his son to go, then doesn't follow, but remains waiting for his son's return. Why? Why pursue in one situation, but not the other? Let's take a look at the differences between the sheep and the sun. Obviously, the sheep is an animal and the sun a human being. Yet, in John 10, Jesus calls people his sheep. In verses 14 and 15, Jesus tells us, I am the good shepherd. 
I know my own sheep, and they know me. Just as my Father knows me, and I know the Father, so I sacrifice my life for the sheep. He continues this metaphor, and in verse 27 says, My sheep listen to my voice. I know them, and they follow me. Jesus is our good shepherd, and we are the sheep that know him and follow him. So, it's us who needs rescuing. Jesus is speaking of God searching for his sheep to save it. Yet, when the Son knowingly abandons the ways of his Father, he lets him go. I think there is a difference in motivations between the Son and the sheep. The Son knows the ways of the Father and rejects that life to indulge in fleshly pleasures. He sets out on a path he knows isn't right. I'm not sure the sheep set out to cause any trouble, but took its eyes off the shepherd and wandered away. The sheep veered off course, but not as an intentional act of disobedience, but more of losing its way. The shepherd counts his sheep and realizes one has strayed. He sets out to find it and bring it home. This sheep is his. He loves it, and it loves him. The difference is that the sheep wants to go home, but can't find its way. The heart of the sheep longs for the shepherd. The heart of the lost son wants his way. What would be the point of dragging him back home when his heart is still set against it? He would only leave again. Only when he realizes his need for saving does he intentionally return to his father. In doing so, he seeks out the path of life. He chooses the way of his father. This choice, this homecoming, is what's celebrated. In regards to the sheep, the celebration is that the sheep is found and then returned. The difference is the hearts. The heart of the sheep strayed, but its actions were not a deliberate rejection of the shepherd or father. It just didn't keep its eyes fixed on Jesus. It got distracted and lost its way. The heart of the Son was set against the Father, eyes fixed on pleasures. Essentially, the condition of the heart determines whether it is wise to pursue a rescue plan or let them go. Does the lost one desire to be found? Or is the lost one resolved to go at it on his or her own? I'm not sure if you've ever tried to make a toddler do something that they don't want to do, but the tantrum and fight that ensues typically result in pain, if not physical, then emotional. There is no forcing someone to do anything, which brings us to the idea 
of free will. Both the sheep and son in the parables have the freedom to choose their paths. They can choose to submit or rebel. They can choose what they set their hearts on. And we can too. Do we recognize when we are lost, alone, and scared? Do we call out for a Savior to rescue us? Are we happy to be found? Do we return to Jesus immediately, grateful? Or are we intoxicated by the draws of the world? Do we seek pleasure and comfort over purpose? Do we resist repentance and our need for deliverance? Jesus reminds us all that only in the arms of a loving protector will we find our true home. Only living our lives God's way will we find contentment. His faithful love never fails, and he is willing to sacrifice anything for those he loves, even risking a perilous journey to save one, and even letting that one have his own way, but ever standing vigilant in hopeful anticipation of his return. Let's not forget the other son, the prodigal's brother. The brother stayed and worked along with his father, but again we seek the motivation of his heart. He stayed close and did all that was asked of him. But he resented his brother and could not join in the jubilee of his salvation. Our proximity to God's work is not what saves us. It's our realization that we need saved and then taking action to return to the Father's arms. God works in countless ways, probably as numerous as the unique individuals he's created since the beginning of time. He knows when we need rescued from the precarious cliff or pulled from the menacing pit. He knows when we need to come to our own realization of the true source of joy and contentment. He also knows the genuine condition of our heart that no mask can cover. Aren't you glad he does? I am. Let's seek our Father and our Good Shepherd together with the words of David in 1 Chronicles 29. O Lord, the God of our ancestor Israel, may you be praised forever and ever. Yours, O Lord, is the greatness, the power, the glory, the victory, and the majesty. Everything in the heavens and on earth is yours, O Lord, and this is your kingdom. We adore you as the one who is over all things. Thank you, Lord, for who you are. You are our Father. You are our Savior, 
and you are the Spirit that fills us with your love. You rejoice over every heart turned toward you. Thank you, Lord, for rescuing us when we veer off course. And thank you, Lord, that you welcome us home with open arms. May we fix our eyes on you. May we seek you. And may our purpose align with yours. May our hearts reflect your love. In the name of your Son, Jesus, we pray. Amen. Thank you for spending a few minutes with me. Your time is precious and I appreciate it. If you enjoyed this podcast and it has helped you in any way, please tell a friend so it may bless them as well. You can find links in the show notes to connect with me on Instagram or through my website and even subscribe to my email list. As always, your battle may look different than mine, but let's stand together. I'll keep your arms upheld until victory is real in your life. Remember, God is for you, and so am I.